0: I think that the problem with distribution is the lack thereof having distribution.
1: You're listening to Recorded Content, a podcast for small, scrappy B2B marketing teams who want to get the most out of podcasting. In each episode, we capture stories from industry experts and podcasters. Listen in and uncover what it takes to launch, run and grow a successful b2b podcast check out and subscribe to the show on spotify apple or wherever you listen to your favorite shows let's jump in
2: hey everyone this is tristan pellegrino i'm the co-founder of motion and your host of this episode of recorded content recorded content is brought to you by motion a done-for-you podcast agency for small, scrappy B2B tech marketers. And in this episode of Recorded Content, it features me and Justin Brown, my business partner at Motion. And what we both wanted to tackle here today is a problem that we see with a lot of B2B podcasts, which is ineffective distribution. So you see, a podcast is much more than just an audio file that you put out there for distribution on Apple or Spotify. Your show can go so much further than just those platforms if you have the right plan in place. And so today, Justin and I cover the challenges companies face with podcast distribution, and then we outline how you can create a more effective distribution plan for your company's show. So let's jump in. So Justin, when we think of a branded podcast, What's the biggest issue from your perspective that you see with distribution?
0: I think the biggest issue is probably that there is a lack of a plan for distribution and that a podcast in and of itself is viewed by many as a an audio channel. And I don't think that that's necessarily wrong, but that's a piece that that should be a piece of it. When it comes to a B2B podcast, you know, the amount of people that I hear say, you know, we're gonna get the listeners and then we're gonna turn those listeners into subscribers on our website. And my question is, How? I mean, are they going to listen to your podcast? So they're going to find your podcast organically through a streaming service such as Apple Podcasts. They're then going to listen to it, and they're going to then take the action of finding your company. They're going to go to your blog and put in their email address, and they're going to become a subscriber to your brand The odds of that happening are, I mean, I'm not saying it won't happen, but I would say the odds of that happening and you being able to justify ROI to a board are going to be very low that that's going to happen. You need a true distribution plan, which is great. We're going to make this podcast but then out of the podcast, we're going to repurpose and create content that we're going to distribute all over the web, from social media to your company's website, to things that you distribute from your company, whether that's newsletters or ads. So to answer your question, I think that the problem with distribution is the lack thereof having distribution.
2: Yeah, there's like no no plan in place. and And I think what I see a lot of times, and and also just through the conversations, you probably see it as well, is is folks will come to us, and and it's more of a uh, a checkbox, right? It's it's something to do this quarter or next quarter because a podcast is something that we should have in our tool belt as, as a marketer. And I think the problem with that is it, it becomes this singular channel, like you mentioned, you know, it becomes an audio channel. And if if you go out and and have like this different approach. And and we'll get into distribution here in a second. But if you tie it into some of the other marketing initiatives that you have going on, and, and you really fold it into a full distribution strategy, just like any other content that you create, you really get so much more out of it. So let's talk about why distribution is important for a second. So why is it important to go beyond that RSS feed, go beyond just uploading an MP3 file? Why is that important for a B2B podcast?
0: Well, I think it's important because if you think about the podcast medium or as more of like entertainment, You could watch an episode of an entertainment show. We'll go with The Office. It's one of my favorites to use just because it's so popular for so long. You know, you go and you watch The Office. And I think podcasts in the entertainment space are very much that way, right? So you go listen to your Joe Rogan or whatever it may be. But in B2B, what people are looking to do is get education. And sure, some people may not watch TV shows, so they don't consume The Office, and the answer is is that, that ju- The Office just doesn't get a view from that person. But with a podcast, what you're looking to do is be able to reach out to all of the people in your space, and just because somebody doesn't consume podcasts, so let's say someone just that isn't their medium, and if you're listening to this podcast right now, podcasting very well may be a medium that you consume, but it isn't the case for everybody. And so when you do go to create uh, your podcast for your company, what we like to think of it as is, you know, this is your overarching pillar piece that you're then going to turn into content in a variety of ways for people to consume the way that they like to. Uh, A great example that I like to use is you know, if I'm sitting on my couch with my fiance and we're watching some mindless television show, Mm -hmm. it's rude for me to put in headphones and listen to a podcast in that moment. But if that podcast has a nice written piece, let's say I really like the host and the guest I find interesting, I may want to read 500 to 1,000 words um, about what this conversation is about. And then maybe that leads me to bookmarking that episode for later and putting it on, you know, list of episodes that I want to listen to or maybe I'm someone who consumes my podcast through YouTube and, you know, I have it running in the background but when something interesting happens, I want to see these two people talking and so I have my video component or maybe I find my content through LinkedIn. And that's typically how I find the stuff that I like. I have, you know, my algorithm kind of set to so the people that I interact with and I want their stuff showing up in my feed. And if I if they're not putting out video content, On LinkedIn then it's going to be very hard for me to stumble into that podcast in that way so you know I I think that it's just a mindset change that a podcast isn't just this thing that is this audio piece that lives in Apple podcast but more in the b2b setting it's a way to put content put good content in front of people in a variety of ways
2: yeah not not everyone is going to listen to that 45 minute episode. And I think if if people realize that and, and they understand that, that that is okay, you know, certainly when you put all you invest this time and energy into a 45 minute audio episode or even a full length video episode, sure, you would like folks to consume that entire Episode, right? But it, it's not going to always happen, especially when, when you're starting to build traction in the beginning. You know, sometimes folks will come to us and say, uh, only 10 or 20 downloads for those first few episodes. Well, it's like, hey, you had 10 to 20 people, you know, listen to, probably listen to that 30, 45 minute episode. That That's a great start. But in order to build traction, you know, you, you need, to focus on that, that micro distribution, you know, chopping up things, uh, repurposing, and then redistributing all the messages that, that you're getting across in those full-length episodes. Because the reality is, not everyone likes podcasts. Some people love podcasts, like you said. Not everyone goes to YouTube. Some people live on YouTube. That's where they consume all their podcasts. So it's, it's just trying to get this coverage, right? You, you have these messages and, and this information uh, good information in your podcast episodes, but it's like, how can you then distribute everything out there to really just put in that, that format that your customers may really enjoy, whatever their, their preference is. So if we're working with a, a small scrappy marketing team, and, and we're talking about this branded podcast approach, how, how can that marketer think about a podcast distribution player? What does that look like?
0: Yeah, so I think the distribution plan is really broken into three buckets. So once you have that long-form audio and video recorded, you go into – phase one, which is breaking down and repurposing the podcast. So developing the detailed show notes of 500 to 1,000 words, short videos that you know are usually one to two minutes in length with some hard-hitting quotes from the episode, social images, similar thing, but stills, creating custom thumbnails, episode art, and cleaning up the transcript. So that's your breakdown and repurpose phase. And then from there, you move into your prime primary distribution phase of the podcast, which is publishing LinkedIn posts to your company page, publishing Twitter posts to the company profile, publishing an episode page on your website, and then getting it up on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you may be posting it, and then YouTube as well. So that's phase two, which is your primary distribution. And then phase three is the enrichment phase, which is embedding videos in blog posts, attaching videos and images to personal social profiles. So you know whether that is the host or maybe you as a marketer are really you know taking it on YouTube push these out there creating ads that you can use within ad campaigns for top of funnel content and then sharing in emails with prospects and customers and you know that may be uh, that may incorporate a newsletter so really looking to distribute using the phase one which is the broken down and repurposed content phase two which is your primary distribution phase and phase three which is the enrichment phase
2: yeah, and I think with with those three you know phases of distribution, the biggest I- issue I see with folks is they do like half of phase one, which is that repurpose and, and breakdown phase. Right? They're they're not getting all these different types of formats out of their podcast episode, which then subsequently limits the impact that they have downstream. So I think when you're talking about that that first phase, you're getting so much content to work with out of that episode. That really helps you downstream when you go to distribute your podcast and then you go to enrich some of the other content that you have out there. So I think you know when you start with phase 1 breakdown and repurpose you have to think about it as a way that you're getting, yes, more out of your, your podcast episode itself, but it's helping you in so many other ways later on. And that's where you can turn on an ad strategy, perhaps. You can put some, some ad dollars behind your podcast to increase its visibility and, and getting those messages across to your, your target audience. So it's really, like we even mentioned at the top, it's, it's going beyond that audio file, just living out on Apple podcasts. And it, it's starting to think about how a podcast fits into your, your overall mar- marketing strategy there. And it's getting that entire flywheel to, to work for you. So once a company does have a, a pretty good handle on this distribution process, what is the impact that you've seen from some of our customers that are using elements of this plan distribution strategy? You know, how does it help them?
0: So the ROI of a podcast, one of my favorite questions that I get asked. Um, and I think you can start off very simply with you know, the relationships that you build with the people in your space. And sure, that's kind of a cookie-cutter answer. So I'm going to dive into some other ways uh, that you get this indirect ROI from a podcast. Recently, we had a client who hired one of their first ever guests to play a pivotal role within their organization. I have heard of people using their podcast as an onboarding tool for new sales reps. Another thing that your podcast does is it allows your leadership to get involved in marketing. It it allows your marketing team to really become uh, a media company that is reporting on what's going on within your space. It gives you the ability to distribute visual and audio pieces that you otherwise wouldn't have had. It can help you to create, like we've talked about already, a top funnel ad strategy. Uh, We have had an episode on this show of a CMO during the COVID-19 pandemic doing a weekly podcast where she got real-time market research on what was going on in her space and was able to tailor messaging very specifically to CMOs of restaurants. And just the the, the most exciting, I think, uh, for B2B marketers is just getting everyone involved in the company, in marketing, and really positioning yourself as someone who people go up to consistently and say, you know, I love what we're doing from a marketing perspective. I think that's one of the most exciting and fun pieces of indirect ROI is just, you know, the, the fulfillment that you get out of creating a show in your space.
2: Yeah. And that, as I hear you talk about all those things, you know, the, the indirect ROI, so to speak, of producing a branded podcast, but then distributing it in all of these different ways, you, you really start to feel that momentum. And I think that's a big thing with a branded podcast is they're, they're hard to get started. You know, they're hard to get some, some traction there. But once you start to get some of this qualitative feedback from your audience and even with people uh, with, with inside your organization, that's really important. That, that momentum feeds upon itself. And that's where you start to really see things like, you know, using it for recruiting and, and hiring purposes, which is definitely not something that you think about when you get started. So, well Justin, I think that's a good, good stopping point for us. I mean, we've covered quite a bit today about taking your podcast, your company's podcast beyond just the audio file that lives out on Apple Podcasts and, and really developing this three-part distribution strategy, which includes the breakdown and repurpose phase a primary distribution phase, and then an enrichment phase where you really start to add those podcast elements into other things within your other marketing activities that you already have going on. So that's all we have for this episode of recorded content for Justin and me. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks for listening to Recorded Content, a show brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcasting agency for B2B tech marketers. We do the podcast stuff so you can focus on strategy, building brand awareness, and developing new relationships. To learn more about how you can launch and grow a podcast for your company, check out motionagency.io. Thanks for listening to
2: Recorded Content.